Welcome to Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real. My name is Trish Tonai, and I'm the founder and host for the series, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who participate in ShareYourStories.online. Today, we'd like to introduce you to Teresa Isabel Dias, who is a pharmacist specializing in women's health, specifically menopause. Teresa joins us today from Toronto, and we're going to talk about how she's been breaking barriers and starting new conversations about this topic. Welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. Pleasure talking to you. You know, Teresa, it's really wonderful to have you on the show because I really feel that this is a topic that really affects each and every one of us at some point in time in life. And I know that one of your focuses really has been breaking barriers and starting new conversations. So first, maybe you could tell us a little bit about the certification that you have, which is NCMP. What does that actually mean? That's correct. So that stands for NOR NAMS Certified Menopause Practitioner. And NAMS is the North American Menopause Society. And so they have, um, uh, they give the possibility for many healthcare providers, nurses, nutritionists, whoever has a health background to become a certified menopause practitioner and really know how to help and support women through the midlife hormonal changes. You know, what's really interesting about your area of specialty is uh, sometimes it affects women in their 30s, other times it affects women in their 40s and 50s and 60s. So it's really not something that's, uh, there's no rules, I guess, about the whole, uh, you know, the idea of menopause. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about how do you start the conversation because it's really not something that we talk about. We don't talk about, there's a lot of secrecy, there's a lot of intergenerational sharing. So our mothers and our aunts did not talk to us. So women are not aware that this is a thing. And then if it starts early, because one of the myths of menopause is that it's like, it's a, an old lady's disease. Well, it's That's not right. a disease. <laughs> Every woman will go through it. <laughs> Every woman is going to go through menopause because menopause is just a pause in your menses. So our ovaries age faster than we do. So we are one of the few species on earth that outlives our reproductive years. So we stop reproducing, but we can still live 30 or more years after menopause. So that's one of the myths. The other thing is... Um, Oh, I, I don't have menopause. I'm fine. That's fine. 20% of women do not have any challenges. They breathe right through. They are the envy of all other women, but they still go through <laughs> menopause. True. What they don't experience is bothersome symptoms, right? So if you start, if the menopause usually happens between 45 and 55, and the average age in North America is 51, and your ovaries don't just shut down overnight they kind of age slowly for a few years. In the reproductive years, when you're at the age of having babies, everything is normal and predictable, and you have your cycles uh, every month and so on. At some point, you start feeling that your ovaries changed and age, and usually the first thing you notice is changing changes to your periods. They can become closer together or further apart, heavier bleeding, less, and then at the uh, closer to menopause, 
you may start skipping periods. So this time is called perimenopause. It's the years leading up to menopause. And it may last two to eight years. So if we think, if we do some easy arithmetic in our heads, and we know that menopause's average age is 51, 51 minus eight puts you at 43. Hardly any women I know are thinking about menopause at 43. And some even start earlier in the late 30s. And not to mention, this is just a natural menopause, not to mention women who go through uh, breast cancer treatments at an earlier age, certain chemotherapies and radiation can damage ovarian function and they can uh, suffer what is called induced menopause and the ovaries shut down overnight usually. Right. And they can be any age, 30, 40, 50, whatever. So those women are particularly underserved and undertreated in our medical, by our medical community, because as I said, unless you're in this space working with menopause, most medical, uh, most healthcare providers do not have the training. It's not their fault. It's just that they haven't been given the training to help uh, women and support them through the change. So, you know, there, you're obviously a specialist in the field and people can obviously reach out to you. I, I've certainly seen lots of your seminars and workshops um, advertised on social media. But what about the women who are ha having challenges and they really don't know where to get information? Is there is there a place or a source or an area? You know, we all go to Dr. Google, you know, when we're not feeling well and we start Googling symptoms and things like that. So is there a website or somewhere that women can go to get uh, information? Yeah. All right, there you go. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? That is very true. <laughs> that was one of my best presents. Please do not confuse your Google search with my pharmacy degree. So you're correct. There's so much confusion on the internet. There's good information much better now than when I became an MCMP yeah. 10 years ago. But still, there's seven years ago. But still, there's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of uh, marketing disguised as information. So it's very confusing for women to actually shift, sift through the whole thing and know is this right. good? Is this relevant? Is this evidence based? Should I trust this? So my recommendation is always to go to the NAMS website, the North American Menopause Society, as a website with information for professionals and information for women. So anything to do with menopause should first be uh, looked um, for there. So if you're gonna use Google, Google North American Menopause Society, and then there's lots of written information. There are videos, Dr. Marla Shapiro from Toronto uh, is, has been awarded a media award because she is so, um, so keen on making videos with other experts that explain several things, hormone therapy, vaginal dryness, all those things that affect women in midlife. So this website is the best. Uh, plugging my services, everything I do is available online. So uh, you right. can um, reach out to me and do a complimentary discovery call. And then on also on the NAMS website, you can find the names of every practitioner um, around the world that has an NCMP qualification, certification. So there's a, there's a, a, a tab where you can go find an NCMP near you and right. you can check if your doctor is an NCMP, for example. Unfortunately, in Toronto, in Canada, not too many doctors are taking new patients. 
but there are a few other there are so a few nurses there are a few pharmacists so you can find an mcmp uh, provider on the nams website again oh that's fantastic information thank you one of the things that we have in the guest blog is we ask folks to share three words of advice and your three words are resilience patience and commitment so tell us why you found those three words to be so important for you and your business. So uh, resilience is the ability to bounce back from stress and change. And oh my, have we, have, have we needed resilience the last <laughs> 10 months? Yeah. Um, so we, we, and this is important uh, for business and entrepreneurs and people that you um, coach all the time, but it's also important for women who are navigating uh, menopause yeah. because things yeah. change all the time and they don't know what's coming. Yeah. So you have to be resilient and you have to go with the flow, accept it, normalize it. It's a part of life. It's just another natural cycle of your life. Just go with the flow and bounce back from every change that's going to come your way. Um, and to me, it's because I I just have to keep going. There's so many women out there that I want to reach that I have to be resilient and keep going and keep going because I don't want to die before menopause is normalized, including in the workplace. That's great. That's great. Well, so, we certainly... Patience yes. is because um, uh, people say that I for Isabel, in my case, should be for impatient. I should be named Teresa Impatient Dear. So being patient is being steadfast despite uh, opposition, difficulty, and adversity. So that's why I picked it, patient, because I am very impatient. And commitment is a pledge to do something in the future. And as I said, my pledge is continued talking about menopause, breaking the taboo and helping women navigate the change. Well, I want to thank you very much for spending some time with us today, because I do think that we definitely broke some barriers and started some new conversations about your topic of menopause. And we really appreciate your commitment to the community. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Now to our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you for spending some time with us today in another edition of Keeping It Real. And we invite you to participate in the series, Share Your Stories.online. Thank you for joining us.